0: come get up beware wear IG and gamescoop What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Coop. Sam Claiborne, and Spook Eve, and Seth Macy is joining greeting. us here. Death Macy or Seth Stranding. <laughs> Any of these, I think, are, are will work. I like Seth Stranding a lot, actually. That's pretty good. Did you just well, come up you know with it? Just right now. Oh, you said Death Macy, so I'm not going to Well, confused. Death Macy is from... my Twitter name. Yes. Yeah, okay. just...
1: yeah I, I came up with it, though. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Uh, welcome back Seth this is your first time in our new studio here yeah it's so, exciting how, what do you think I
2: love it it's, okay, it's beautiful and modern that's good
0: alright we got a great show for you this week is it actually Spooky Eve no, we have one more episode before uh, Game no. Spook no we're that's doing it next it. week no but it goes up the next week the week after let well it's that. Spooky for us it's Spooky Eve, Eve. there's nobody else here Anyway, we got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about uh, the Analog Pocket, which was just announced, the Game Boy to end all Game Boys. We've got to talk about some horror games. But first, we've received some gifts from uh, one of our listeners here, Harry S sent us a package with this skeleton that you see in front of you, and if you're just listening to uh, to this podcast at home, there's a, a tiny skeleton sitting on our desk in front of us. He's officially the butt-first skeleton. He's pointed butt-first at us. That's true, and he's holding the manual to Ghosts and Goblins on NES, which inexplicably features Captain Commando <laughs> on the cover for no reason whatsoever. I was so excited to see that Ghosts and Goblins manual, and Damon
1: was like, you've owned that for years. Yeah. It's always been a You're like, Sam's oh desk. man, where did you find yeah, that? Who sent I'm us like, like, that Ghosts and Goblins? Thank
3: you so We were rifling through the <laughs> The S carts on your desk and found it. Uh,
0: Harry sent a note with the skeleton. It says, "Be careful. This will pull your hair up, but not out." Mm-hmm. Love the show. He also sent this bag, this five-pound bag of gummy worms. Pure money and hear it. Yeah. The worms are their money.
3: Yeah, the bones are their dollars.
0: Another note says, "I heard they said they wanted something spooky. Just be careful because the worms are their money, and they've never seen so much food as this. <laughs> There's half as much food <laughs> underground as this. Big fan of the show. Thanks for the weekly entertainment. Thank you, More Harry S." Uh, this skeleton will be joining us on the desk for the remainder of the month of October. Awesome. awesome.
3: I thought you were going to say it's just like part. Of the, it's just like February. There's <laughs> a skeleton here for no reason. If you
1: have no idea what we've been talking about, go to Netflix, watch, I think you should leave, skip to episode five, you don't need to watch the other ones, uh, there's, there's just a sketch yeah. comedy show, and then skip to the Johnny Cash parody episode about the 10-minute mark. I've <laughs> told many people yep, to yep, do yep. this
0: now. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but would you believe these aren't the only gifts that we received recently? I, would you believe... Well, you not show me. Any others, I don't believe so it. Don't That's believe why it. the other one, though, came with no note. Oh. Ooh. Mystery gift. We received a mystery gift. It's this box behind me. Is it game manuals? <sighs> it is. It is a giant bag of glow in the dark candy bars. Whoa, <laughs> 150 <laughs> pieces. This was sent to GameScoop at IGN with no note. But sometimes you drunk order this stuff. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. true I would, Game GameScoop. Uh, <laughs> Game
3: so I, this one we don't know who's from, but you, thank you. Do you think the actual chocolate glows? Or just the wrappers? Oh, you can
0: really it's taste miniature the radio. Wrappers, miniature wrappers. Glow in the dark miniature wrappers. Which would be a good name for a for the Children. Uh, so, Justin, we'll see who has the most popular candy bowl on their desk now, because none of your candy nice. glows in the dark. What the hell? We don't work in the dark. Well, sometimes, if you feel guilty about eating candy, you want to go to a dark room and eat it by yourself. <laughs> oh boy! And that is all the scoops we have this <laughs> week. <laughs> all right. Moving on. The Analog Pocket. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very cool handheld uh, new device that plays all Game Boy games, and plus there's an adapter to play other classic handheld games from Game Gear, Lynx, Neo Geo, Pocket Color. It's from the guys that brought you the Analog NT, the Super NT, the Mega SG. SG, yeah, I think so. So these guys make fantastic recreations of classic consoles that don't use emulation. Uh, That means it's not like a RetroPie. You have to actually supply your own cartridges, but it's the best way to play classic games on these systems today without emulation.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. like basically it thinks it's a Super Nintendo when it's when it's built the right so way. So like dumb. It's, it's so dumb. It doesn't know. It's definitely not using any any kind of emulation. But they also like hook up really easily to TVs and stuff. And so that's yeah. why I'm excited this has that cradle because it, it, it has it, a dock. It has a dock just like a, like a Switch and it's just like plug and play to put your Game Boy games on TV. Hmm.
3: So you um, just answered one of my questions, which is the whole point of the analog is that it's hard to hook up these consoles to modern televisions, right? mm-hmm. whereas the analog has HDMI out. Like, yep. You know, like... Removes those barriers, but with a handheld, you don't have the like. Like, why should I buy this instead of just buying like a Game Boy Advance SP to play? Yeah,
1: because G- G- you a- still have a thing with screens that
2: plays your old. Yeah, games. it also has a super high resolution like and by the way like, like i'm not
3: 1440p like, i'm honestly asking what like what? no
2: it has well an incredibly high resolution screen
0: so, that's, like, so it's a nicer screen oh it's an amazing surprise yeah. i mean the best screen of any handheld yeah. device ever, ever. yeah what about uh, the
3: switch what about the ipad
0: no what about yeah, the uh, iPhone i don't know about the ipad or that <laughs> yeah. uh, but like a dedicated iOS. gaming device yeah, yeah, yeah it is better than the switch i think um and it also plays uh, not just Game Boy games, not just Game Boy Advance games. Mm. the, play the games. thing is when you it's play this, it's well. like
3: you're in the game. Yeah, Got it. you can feel it. Is it is the screen backlit?
0: yeah. it's just
1: it's an it's a yeah. LCD that, screen. That's an upgrade from Game Boy, right? But there's plenty of things that play Game Boy with nice backlit screens. So you're right. <clears throat> um, that that you know you might not need this if you have a really nice uh, Game Boy or DS Lite. But DS Lite does a lot of this, and a lot, a lot of other people out there are probably going to amass a bunch of Atari Lynx games. I do
3: want one. Like, I'm not trying to be critical of it. Like, I have a massive pile of Game Boy and Game Boy Color and GBA carts, and I have <laughs> there's Game Boy Advances in my house somewhere, but uh, I haven't seen one in years. <laughs> so uh, the
1: Game Boy Advance library is like it's one amazing. of the most important yeah. untapped, like, amazing libraries of all time. It's 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 Super Nintendo quality in mm-hmm. a bigger library. Yeah, by threefold.
0: Got advanced. Well, there's a lot of shovelware on there. You know, you probably don't want to play. You don't want to play 90% of those games. What about X versus Sever? Um, Yeah, probably not that one. I think we get that for 20 questions sometimes. Um, Anyway, I think this is very cool. It's coming next year. $200. Some people are balking at that price. (laughs) Some people are balking at that price. Does it
3: come with the adapters?
0: Uh, I think I'm not sure if it comes with the adapters or not. And it does not come with the dock, the dock is sold separately. Right. Your parents help you hook it up.
3: <laughs> I think it looks really cool. I like the I like the in the same way. Oh crap! What's the name of the thing with the crank? Playdate. The Playdate. The Playdate. Yeah, I similar, brought it up too. Yeah, it's got a similar vibe to it, and it just feels. Uh, this is very uh, unscientific, but just I'm drawn to the industrial design of it, and mm. that's yeah. like very intangible. I agree. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, mm.
1: yeah, even the dock is beautiful too. I like the the setup of it. Uh, the libraries of games available for these systems is like. The, there's, the shovelware is cheap for them but like the games that are good are really expensive so that's mm. another barrier to entry like if you want to get the Oracle games or you know the Castlevanias or those whatever there's the like, Capcom
0: made Legend of Zelda games yeah, or Metroid
1: Zero Mission like I know those are like <clears throat> they're, they're, they're not they're not $5 games anymore they're $20 mm. games or more than that and that's unfortunate but um, they're really good games they're, it's also very easy to emulate those Many other things that have bright screens, so I don't know how this will do. But it's for a specific audience, like the yeah. other analog things. And uh, for me, like I love having Super Nintendo and Nintendo hooked up to my TV. Anytime I don't have a whole bunch of systems hooked up, just those and my new systems. Hmm. And I think this would fit really nicely between.
0: Yeah. them. it's interesting that it'll play these other consoles like Game Gear, Links, Neo Geo Pocket Color. But if they are, if that if those adapters are sold separately, and if you have, if you need individual adapters for each one, you have to. Yeah,
1: they're so know, different
0: from
2: each. Other. I don't know how. Popular, those would be anybody here on a Lynx? No, no, Lynx? I have uh, my dream, like, get is that Marlboro branded that Atari a, Lynx. It's a cigarette Lynx, it's yeah. a, it was uh yeah, you'd save all your, your points <laughs> from the packs of cigarettes yeah. and you would cash it in for this Marlboro branded adventure team Atari wow. Lynx. And they made a game, that uh, Marlboro, human creation. It, it really—it's beautiful. It's—it's it's cherry red, candy red. Yeah. It's very enticing <laughs> to smokers red. and not, definitely cigarette. not children. <laughs> <laughs> and they made a game, uh, like a motocross game, mm-hmm. just for it. And it's actually a pretty decent game. It just says, you know, Marlboro every. Yikes! Never seconds. come on the
1: show again <laughs> without that. <laughs>
3: You're not, you're not allowed back in the office?
1: Yeah. How, how how does one. Is this like a collector's item or is
2: it. Yeah, I think there's only like one. Like one note. Of you're yeah. just
1: making it worse. <laughs> <laughs> only one person smoked enough to get that Lynx? Yeah. <laughs> right. I could have done it. He was the Marlboro oh. man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's how you. I don't think. even think I can finish one cigarette, but I could have done it for this.
0: <laughs> Would have been worth it. Um, also, the Lynx has like a widescreen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how that. Mm. we'll look in this case i guess the game boy advanced it too so maybe i'm
3: excited it. about um like you know neo geo pocket like the opportunity to like, collect some of that game library and get some of those cards i never yeah. owned one there was really interesting quirky games in that game library that may have been mm, i'm not positive this is true i think that console is the first time we saw like final fantasy one get remade which has now been remade several times but like interesting that's versions I think that's of
1: Oh, I might um, think uh, I might be, which yeah. would be really but cool. Maybe, there. but there's still the Yeah, you're right. I am thinking <laughs> of Wonder Swan. Um, there was a uh, I looked at you know the list of games for all these systems and the links. The entire system is just arcade ports and games that were also on the NES.
0: Like, <laughs> well, it's
1: such a weird era for that.
0: I don't know about that because there's stuff like Chips Challenge that was not on NES. Well, uh, sorry, I, I should say PC games from PC that era, too, games. But it's yeah. just
1: it's just ports. Yeah, everything
0: it's also pretty uh, it's like a 70 games it's like a pretty small game library
1: yeah california games is on it though
0: california oh, games hell yeah is
1: lemmings is on every system that this thing plays except except for neo geo pocket color <laughs> yeah so my challenge to you out there make lemmings for neo geo pocket color already <laughs> can you can you help out with this yeah we need to play lemmings on every system i
3: wonder what game is on the most systems Hmm. <laughs> lemming has got to be up there. Tetris? Yeah,
1: there's games yeah. like Tetris, which
3: are, like, are on yeah, like, so I, many phones. I guess we have to define the rules of like, no, we don't. We can just move <laughs> on with the show. Like, like not a version of Tetris. Like a single game. Oh, okay. A single
0: game appears on the most consoles. I'll look it up. I don't know. Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, maybe. It's a good question. We'll look it up. All right, let's move on. Uh, we have we finally know the uh, the launch day for Google Stadia, finally the streaming console. Now, I know people are very skeptical about this, understandably so. Um, but we now know it's, it's going to begin on November nineteenth, and that means uh, we'll finally figure find out if this streaming system actually works. Why did you use the word begin in that way? What do you mean?
3: I don't know. Like you wouldn't say the PlayStation Five begins November
0: twenty. Because it's like a it's more of a service. Right, okay. Than, uh, okay. It's not a console launch. It's a service launch, yeah. right? Um, but what's interesting to me is that even though we know the launch date, we do not know the launch day game library. Yeah. Mm. They have not announced that. There is no official launch day game library for Google Stadia. There are two confirmed games, Destiny 2 and Red Dead 2, but that's it.
2: Yeah. What about, isn't Borderlands 3?
0: It's coming. We don't know if it'll be available on day one. Ah, okay. You
1: found that those know. are the two launch
0: games. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they've, already, they've already announced like double. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is coming but they haven't confirmed whether or not these games will be available on launch day
1: yeah that's interesting I mean they've launched get, the game list is the most important thing for me for Stadia mean, yeah, for any
0: system system, right? and like I know
1: you guys had a big conversation about PS5 last week I listened to the show <laughs> um, and uh, I, I was thinking the whole time like I'm I, it's weird that they're rolling out specs and stuff like that and, and people are interested in that and that's great but like it really matters to me what I'm going to be playing on the system every time And I can't wait to find out what games are in the system. But for Stadia, there's also no killer app that I'm aware of that is going to turn me over to it because it doesn't have, like, an exclusive I mean,
3: I think Google's in, like, real... Not trouble, but, like, it doesn't matter how amazing and, like, breathtaking and jaw-dropping this service is if there's not games to play on it. Like, the games make the service. The games make the hardware always. Hmm. Um, And that seems to be... Maybe it's not a missing component. We just don't know. Maybe in two weeks. I mean, know, sure. They're going to say, here's the 40 launch game. Sure. And, but so far it doesn't, they don't seem to have grokked that part of it.
0: If they do confirm those 40 launch games and it's stuff like Borderlands three and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, it would be, that would be a pretty solid launch lineup for a console or a service. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you guys see the
1: reporting we did on, uh, like how Stadia plans to fix lag and stuff like
2: that going yeah, they had oh, a, negative. They had a, yeah, they had a weird quote. Neg- yeah. yeah. It was going to have negative Yeah, it was, latency. Latency. It was time travel. Basically. It's Spidey sense, basically. Uh, yeah. But
1: yeah, like the way I would describe it is that they want to, to eventually be able to push to you every single thing you could do with your controller as an option. And so you, when you instantly choose it, it already can go that direction. So it's basically like a choose-your-own-adventure Uh, Each time, so you're downloading basically every single eventual outcome that you could make. So it could have you instantly make it. Yeah, that is like an insane future technology thing. This sounds really interesting, but it's it's so futurey, and it's like you can do that right now off of a off of a (laughs) disc. The next ten years, but uh, it's just like the, the the idea of that computing power is really cool to me. Actually, like I think it's like I'm not I'm skeptical that it's something that will happen in our lifetime input (laughs) uh, Input predictions really cool. It's really cool. Are you skeptical that Google stadia will work in our lifetime? I mean, you'd already know my skepticism on that, but I want them to, to have a chance. And like, obviously I want to see what happens. You were saying something about how um, we'll see if it works. Like, Hmm. We honestly won't see if it works unless they stick with it for two
0: years and get it to work. Yeah, that's true.
1: I think it's going to be like a beta test for a long time. But it's okay because
0: is- Google always sticks with its products. <laughs> that's what I was say. Well, <laughs>
1: Google that's- Plus was around for. <laughs> five years or something. After that's my we biggest concern is it.
0: like Google has a history
3: more so than almost any other big tech or gaming company yeah, just of just
1: band killing stuff.
3: Even if it's like working. Yeah.
0: Even if it is working. Remember Go- Google reader. I loved Google oh, reader. Yeah, Google reader and was great. One day it was just like oh, gone. F-
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just, they just sort of abandoned semi abandoned their daydream VR platform. Um,
0: Remember they're an ad company that's that's where they make their money so if, if this if they can't figure out how to make ad revenue off of a service they're gonna they're gonna kill it
3: so that that's what worries me like i think stadia i remain a little bit more bullish and excited about it than many people that i know but i, I am a little worried that like if it's not you know ramping rapidly in hmm. 12 months that like that company's willingness to just kill things as you say yeah. is like very well known and you know contrast that with uh something like microsoft or like Man, it took Xbox a long time, like a decade, a generation. Until, yeah. And they, console generation, you know, they doubled down and stuck with it and sort of recognized the potential there. And it's like, and then, <laughs> well, but even so, like, I don't think, I think Xbox as a business is like, not, I think it, they've lost this console war, but like but monetarily, I think they're doing all right. I
0: think. Yeah. Even if they're in a distant second place, yeah. like they're financially yeah. doing okay. Um, all right. Uh, Google Stadia is launching on November nineteenth. We shall see. I think I'm the only one here who actually pre-ordered the Founder's Edition. What What color? Yeah, I definitely didn't. Uh, I think it just wasabi. I think I think it was like night blue was the one that the only color you got with the Founder's Edition. You're passing. Did you? I don't. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Call it morbid curiosity. (laughs) Speaking of morbid. (laughs) Who can forget Monster Party? The torture chamber from Splatterhouse. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address Gamescoop at igin.com just like Jake from Indianapolis did. Hey, Jake. He's got a simple question Is Bioshock a horror game? He can elaborate. <laughs> Last week, I bought the Bioshock collection, having never played any of them before. Hearing how great they were, I was eager to start my journey to Rapture. I'm about five hours in and can confidently say I am enjoying my time with it. It is one of the more stylized games I think I've played. My question is, do people consider Bioshock to fit in the horror game genre? I couldn't help but feel like the game's creepy. Horror 50's art style makes it a perfect horror game to play around. Halloween, keep up the good work for my ear holes. (laughs) Damon, what's the difference between a thriller and a horror? Uh, I don't I uh, I I wouldn't expect a thriller to have any sort of like supernatural element to it but horror doesn't have to either but it usually does what about like slasher movies i mean michael myers and uh jason voorhees are absolutely supernatural creatures that cannot be killed sure
1: and those are horror movies yeah for sure so i i I don't think give me an example
0: of of a thriller in your mind.
1: Well, I was going to give this as an example of,
0: oh, okay. a, of a thriller. I actually think it, I think there's it was, a lot of horror elements. There's like scary moments.
1: Thrillers uh, are sometimes associated with murder in a detective genre.
0: Mm-hmm. So it'd yeah. be like a,
1: in, in literature, it'd be like, you know, uh, in, the classic detective novel could be considered a thriller.
3: I think it has to Mr. do, and this is doubly true in games, with the power of the protagonist and how mm. powerful you are mm. and how powerful you feel in the game and your ability to, you know, fight back and push back against, you know... the stuff that's being shoved in your face like Bioshock yeah it's a horrifying game you're in a really spooky place all the stuff with Cohen what's his name uh the uh, you know the guy that wears the mask it's that whole section of the
1: game it's horrifying. yeah, it's just been a long time since I played like, like would you kindly move on
3: <laughs> so all that stuff like super spooky, right, but I don't think it's the same as a horror game where mm. it's really playing a lot with uh you know you're never have enough resources to do what you need to do, you're afraid and you're forced to run away through you know game mechanics or interactive story mm. events, whereas like you know, you have an ability to sort of like, uh, you know, bulldoze through everything that's in your path in Bioshock. So that's I true. Think that removes the. Um, that's why I wouldn't put it in the horror game category.
0: That makes sense. I don't think
1: it's spooky enough. Yeah. Lacks spookiness. Agree? Spider webs for sure need to be in there.
3: <laughs> There's no spiders down there, man. There's no It's spiders. a perfect society.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who brought the spiders? That'd be the worst case scenario. This was a spider free place until. Terence brought spiders. <laughs> Thanks, Terrence. <laughs> that's the guy in the mask, by the way. Oh. That's what Justin was talking about. Yeah. No. Um, uh, right. Sorry, Jake Sandra, from Indianapolis. Sander Cohen. That was his name. There you go. Nailed it. Um what are you what are you apologizing for?
0: That we we've rescinded his ability to call Bioshock a horror game. I think he can call it whatever he wants to call it. Well, he but called
1: I don't have are you sure can't call, so, can yeah, call it a fantasy game? He can be wrong. I think it's it is a fantastical cool world. It's yeah. like this cool emerald city that's underwater, right? Yeah. That's a classic fantasy.
2: Everyone's just Having a good time. Madden's a role-playing
1: game because you're playing the role of a
0: of That's a true. star. Did you call it an e-sport? <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. Things are getting out of hand. Let's move on.
1: It's a different torture chamber.
0: That was Splatterhouse too. <laughs> this is Caesar Terran in Smithtown, New York wants to know if we've ever regretted a console purchase. Mm. Says, I love the show. I've been watching for the last few years. I've been playing video games since the late 70s, so you can take a guess at my age. Anyway, I really felt what Tina had to say last week about when to buy a new console. From my experience, I did not want to buy a Vita until I saw Uncharted Golden Abyss was only available on it. That forced my hand. I'm a huge Uncharted fan, but in retrospect, Vita was a bad purchase. Mm. So my question to the team: Have you made a bad console purchase decision due to one game you loved? Mm. Good question. I made the worst one ever. Well, here we go.
1: When I was, uh, what, what year did the Genesis come out? Like eighty nine. Uh, eighty nine, yeah. and then Sonic was out in ninety one. I think right. Yep. So in nineteen ninety one, I finally realized that there was a game I wanted more than anything in the world: No Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, nineteen ninety one was a pretty good year for the NES, still. Mm. Okay, and so there. This is. I was living in Phoenix as a kid, and You're still getting Mega Man Four. Yeah, there's Three still stuff something. coming out, you know. And the Super Nintendo was was kind of out by then too. And I didn't, I didn't really, wasn't really into it for some reason. I really wanted Sonic. That's all that mattered. And uh, you know, the, the marketing worked to me perfectly. So I went with uh, my dad to the first used game store that ever existed, probably in Phoenix, like way deep Phoenix, not where I lived. I lived in Scottsdale, and uh, I went there, and we took all of my games. And like a big box of them, like NES games with the boxes. Cause I was like, you know, a collector kid and stuff and, uh, sold my NES and all my games and got Sonic and Genesis out of the box used and wow. took it home. And it was great. They gave me just enough for that. Oh, right. And this pleased. is all the NES games. And my dad yeah. is like, and what I store, bought what, what all these games it? for like whatever, 50 or 70 bucks. What store was it? It was some, it maybe like if you know, or... it was called like a game store on Greenway in Phoenix. I don't know what it was called. It's called games and stuff, you know, hmm. and it might've been called that actually. Dolphin <laughs> stuff was nearby. Um, so then, so the, you know, that was the first time where it was like the sticker shock of looking at the, it's not a sticker shock, but the receipt shock. It was like, they gave me 50 cents for like so many of those yeah. great NES games, like great yeah. ones. And then my dad, I remember him saying like, why did they give you seven bucks for final fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> so even at that time they knew like that game was like yeah. more valuable to resell. And they wanted to like pull in copies of it, but like totally screwed by a game store as a little kid. Yeah. Play Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. I totally regretted getting a Genesis. I, <laughs> I played a, like I bought five now,
0: games for the Genesis its entire
1: lifetime. The rental stores never had
0: anything good. But you know, you don't like uh, having bear any ill will to the Sega Genesis today, do you? I hate it so much. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Sega Genesis was a great console. No, yeah, it, it, it's cool. I just I became a I liked slider. it more. Yeah, out of volumes you know once
1: i got a super <laughs> nintendo i was like holy crap there's so many more games i wanted to play just because it's no super know. nintendo that wasn't marketed sure. towards me like all the sports games early on and stuff like i didn't yeah. care about that so it was tough
0: seth how about
2: you Ever the, regretted uh, a console purchase does the playstation classic count yeah sure yeah i think I, a lot of people regret that i bought Did that view it no i bought that for 25 dollars, yeah. and i still, still regret it. it i played it once and i was like mm, no no no, I would rather hook but, up my original. What do you mean you PlayStation. got it
1: for twenty five dollars. It was
2: on sale. Oh yeah,
1: He runs the deals stuff.
2: <laughs> By the way, IGN deals on Twitter. Yeah, like follow and it's, it's uh, mostly Seth. Most it's mostly me. I got it but, for
1: twenty five bucks. Well,
2: you the know? thing I is, I
1: you it for maybe half that.
2: What was even more regrettable was about a week later, Amazon had it for nineteen ninety nine. There you go. So Which I paid. Is, it's
3: not mu- about the five dollars. It's just about the just the audacity
2: of <laughs> right. How much do you think they are now? They're they're hovering around twenty nine dollars. They're not worth. What's I still get? cannot recommend anybody. And buy. they launched for what like a hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. That thing. Are you was, serious? Ninety nine dollars when that came out. Yeah. Wow. And I had they're a pre order, and then I canceled my pre order when wow. you know all the news came out about it. Actually, another console I regretted was I always wanted a Sega Saturn. Yeah. I finally bought one like three years ago. Was very excited. Hooked it up. Played Virtual Fighter, and I said, "Wow, I've wasted my time and my money." Mm-hmm. I packed it back up and it sat on my shelf and uh, Wait, Virtual Fighter the only game you played? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I don't want to play Sega Saturn ever. All the, Like the games that like you like, want Dragon to play War. are super expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the importing yeah. scene was around
1: but it's like it wasn't like everywhere. People know a lot more about good Saturn games now than we did in the time. I'll tell you that
2: much. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to play Sega Saturn did games you know the now. Did you have a 2X? No, I did not. Have I bought that and regretted but. it. What about a Virtual Boy? I, I <laughs> wanted a Virtual Boy <laughs> I bought worse that and regretted than anything. It. Wow. I don't yeah. think,
3: I, I don't think I have, like I, the worst console I owned was probably the Sega CD, but I was too dumb at the time <laughs> to regret it.
1: I'm like, I was going to say, game- it, so I bought that, but I like it.
3: Yeah. It's like, and those games are bad, but like, I didn't know they were bad then. Mm-hmm. Like sewer shark, you know, it's, I was so blown away by just seeing like human beings in my video game.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> Three, six, nine.
3: <laughs> yeah. They, your rat breath throat, your dog meat for a long time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know that I ever really regretted a console purchase. The Dreamcast is the one that I bought and probably used the least, but I bought it used from a friend, so I I couldn't have paid much for it.
3: So there's an argument that, like, I've defended the Xbox One, I think last week I was talking about how I liked that console and didn't mind buying it, but, like... You
0: definitely weren't, I listened.
3: um, Okay, maybe it was two (laughs) weeks ago. But uh, uh, that console, I don't know that I've played very many exclusives on it. Like, Mm. I've sort of fallen off the Gears of War franchise, I've sort of fallen off the Halo franchise, so it's like... Maybe could have skipped that one, but even so, like the multi platform games I played on it, you know, they
0: ran great. Yeah, so. Even like even the Wii U, when I think about it, I have really good memories oh, of yeah. playing I loved Wind Waker HD and uh Super Mario World. Wait, Super Mario L- Land 3D, Super, yep. Super, Mario, Super Mario 3D, 3D Land. World. World, World, right? Yeah, you <laughs> got that there, one, right? you got there, Super Mario 3D World, NES Remix. The first, uh, oh Mario man, Mario I forgot Mario. all about that. Game. Yeah,
2: oh, such a good game. NES
3: Remix 1 and 2 not coming back on the Switch remains, it just makes me angry every time I forget about it then it pops into my head and then I get mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I regret buying a Kinect.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. That I was didn't. a foolish
1: move. And then the Xbox one, the original model, I would just wish I would have been able to upgrade faster. I'm actually an Xbox first person. I play everything on Xbox one. Hmm. I really like the, the, the new Xbox. Hmm. You guys were talking about this last week. It's just yeah. on my mind. I just no, wanted I to get that out there. I know. I tend you to be You just said we didn't talk about it last. No, week. You didn't talk about liking Xbox one. Everybody <laughs> talked about how much they like the PlayStation. <laughs>
0: It is. It is true. I tend to be a little negative on Xbox, but I know a lot of our uh, viewers and listeners like their Xbox. And sorry, I don't mean to. Uh, no. it don't mean to be too negative towards it. Uh, let's move on. This is Martin. Hey, Martin from the UK. Oh, Spooky Is was this Splatterhouse three? Nope. Still Splatterhouse two. Ah. Uh, and first of all, before we get to this question, Martin also suggested a 20 questions game that is being rejected. Ooh, He suggested the game. Can I guess it? Yeah, I guess it. What system? I don't know. You know I, have no, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I've never um, heard of this game.
1: Uh, Fire and Ice for NES. No. UN no, Squadron. That wasn't it.
0: Uh, Earthworm. UN no, Squadron UN no, is closer. It was called Dropship United Peace Force.
2: Yeah. yeah. Seth would have got that. No, I wouldn't have actually. <laughs>
0: Oh, I, I wish I could. We've lie never heard of I this would. game. Nope. We can't do games we've never heard of. Say the name again. I'm gonna look up what it was for. Dropship United Peace Force. This is what people. Let's just or uh,
2: dropship. Oh, you know, it's probably oh. one of those Spectrum ZX games. Maybe. Let, let's spectrum. explicitly specky.
3: that when you're picking a 20 questions game, you're trying to pick something that you think we have a plausible opportunity exactly. of actually win. Yeah, it's not like not if, super obvious. If you were just it's a PlayStation to win. 2 game,
1: a PlayStation a 2, game? A 3D PlayStation 2 game about a dropship uh, uniting. <laughs> He's
0: good. If oh, you good. were just
3: trying to win every single time, you'd just pick stuff like yeah. United Peace Force. Yeah, exactly.
0: Anyway, Martin has a, does have a question. He says, uh, "With the news that the PS5 and probably the Scarlet will allow you to install only the parts of a game you want to play, mm-hmm. campaign, campaign or multiplayer." In order to save space on the console, would the next logical step, and frankly, a more consumer-friendly step, not be to just allow people to purchase the part of the game they want to play in the first place? I mean, if you think about Call of Duty, for the obvious example, I don't play the multiplayer, have no real interest in online multiplayer in general, and I'm reluctant to pay $60 to play a campaign that will in all likelihood be a half-baked afterthought. I understand this will be difficult in physical retail stores, but certainly digitally it must be possible. I'd much rather have the option to pay 20 to $30 for the part of the game I actually want to play. I know the answer will be that the companies would rather force people to pay full price for everything, but in a world where developers are making a fortune on microtransactions, I think it would be refreshing to do something a bit kinder to consumers' wallets. Didn't the, uh,
2: didn't the last Call of Duty do that? Last Call of Duty had no... Camp- no, no, no. I mean, they they came out with like a $30 version that dropped, I think, zombie mode. And so it was just multiplayer and blackout. Did you dream that? No, I did not dream <laughs> that. The last Call of Duty, Black Ops 4, just didn't have a campaign. It didn't have a campaign, but it had a zombie mode, mm. it had blackout, which is its battle royale, and it had, of course, multiplayer. And after, I don't know, two months, they came out with a version that dropped one of the modes mm. that was like $29.99. You could mm. buy it. Just that. If you didn't want the zombie mode, which I so never played it anyway. It cost $29.99. How
1: much did you pay for it?
2: How much did I pay for it?
1: <laughs> what, uh, de- what,
2: what kind of deals did you get? What kind of deal did I get? I, uh, I believe I got that game for free, but I don't remember <laughs> <All right>. how. <laughs> um, uh, hit up Seth if you want that game for free. <laughs> it's at Death Macy.
0: Death Macy on Twitter. With Twitter. Or Seth Stranding. Yep. He answers to both. Um, So, yeah, of course, this sounds like it would be a a better option for the player, but I have a hard time imagining uh, publishers providing that service. But
3: Martin touched on something important, which is that a tremendous amount of revenue that game developers make comes from microtransactions now Mm -hmm. and DLC and people that are in your game getting them to spend a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So that's that's like the whole crux of free-to-play games, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, we're going to get a million people to download our game and then sell them skins. So maybe in that sense, reducing the price of entry from $60 to $20 or something less. Yeah. And then you have I mean, the opportunity to have more customers and, you know, earn back that that lost upfront revenue in, in microtransaction revenue. Like, yeah. there may actually be a business case there.
0: But I wonder if the reality is that games with separate, that include both a campaign and a separate multiplayer mode are just a little bit outdated now. Yeah. Like what, besides Call of Duty and like, Rockstar games with their campaign and their online mode. Like, what else is really even doing that anymore? That's a really good point, Damon. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Justin. I wanted to uh, reserve some time
1: in this conversation to read the end of the review for Dropship Peace Whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, on IGN.com. Dropship U, uh, United Peace Force or Dropship UPF. Yeah. Uh, we gave it a 7.9. Wow. That's good. It's uh, pretty good. This author uh, starts, almost starts great. with a banned phrase on IGN.com. I'm going to start there. Dropship is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none.
2: Never say that. Banned B-A-N-N. Yeah, but what are, what are thought, fans thought... of the genre going to think of it?
1: <laughs> exactly. We, don't, we, don't,
2: we try to avoid those. Uh, it could be a little something for everyone. It's a
1: real mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, uh, I would forewarn gamers that Dropship takes a good amount of time to master. It also brings the enemy AI hard at times. I don't know what that means. Uh, making the game challenging and sometimes frustrating. It's not a casual ho hum game by any means. Still, I would definitely recommend it to hardcore gamers because it's an atypical title that really, unlike anything else, on the, that's really unlike anything else in the, in the PS2 market. Definitely rent this, or perhaps buy it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a new idea for a feature. Uh, top top ten games we recommend for hardcore gamers <laughs> that you can rent
3: or buy. That You can rent or buy, or don't, or don't play. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what oh, that's that, The good. whole last paragraph is just like, how do I end this? Oh, just the same way I've ended every review I've ever written.
3: <laughs> that was so many words. I don't know anything about the game.
0: Yeah. Um, well, you know, it has good AI. Okay, let's do one more yeah, email. Yeah, you guys are hard. Let's do one more email before we uh, do 20 questions. This is Justin Moore in Imperial, Missouri. The what? pitch
1: bend is really good at <laughs>
0: <end of laughs> uh, Do you all have any <laughs> snacks that you enjoy eating while gaming? For some reason, if I plan on putting some long hours into a game, I always seem to be eating animal crackers. <laughs> don't know why. Hmm. They're so whimsical. Well, good thing we have five pounds of gummy oh, yeah.
2: worms. Black Forest, so juicy, so good. Do you know uh, gummies are actually Hashtag the spookiest sponsored. dessert because they're made from beef tallow? What now? Gummies are the them. spookiest dessert because they're made of, from beef but tallow. But I don't know what that is. Beef tallow is uh, when uh, you know, they've slaughtered all the animals and they've taken everything that's useful. So they take the bones and they grind oil. them down. Mm. So uh, they're like hot dogs. They're just like hot dogs that you that have fruit juice in them. They're not vegan? No, they're extremely not vegan. But there are versions of gummy snacks that are vegan. Mm. And they're terrible. Mm. Mm. They're not as gummy. Anyway, fed- I think
1: <laughs> Swedish fish, for example, are not a gummy snack that are vegan. Really? Good. Because they're not chewy, they don't have that jelly. They're delicious, though. I don't remember the question.
3: Uh, Any (laughs) snacks you like to enjoy while gaming? Well, it's got like if anyone's like if you're playing like an RPG, Mm. how are people like snacking when they're playing like action games?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, in between, in between, when it's loading or you're going to the next level (laughs) or something. I don't in the lobby.
3: I don't like to set my controller down if the game's unpaused. I have to pause the game. Well,
0: I agree. Mm-hmm. I, can't I would let agree.
3: Character stand there. I, would I was agree like, with um,
1: that. you know how games tap into the same uh, like brain responses that gambling does, and that uh, winning in sports does, and some other things. Uh, it, they they give you this kind of an endorphin high. Oh when yeah. You do things that like when you beat something. So and in, 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 if you, it, I find that thi- that thing sends me to the kitchen to get a snack. And so I've had to fight that I don't do that wow. like I like I, I always want to like go up and get so like I'll get like you know a, a sparkling water or something mm. like that or else you get you would get too snacky that really happens though I'm always like wow that took a lot I gotta take a break but my break brings me into the kitchen and I get all mm. snacky mm. You know? I, don't, I don't eat you okay. don't feel that way when
3: I'm playing games
0: Uh, well uh, I do like to have a snack while I play a game it's called a hazy IPA oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite gaming snack. You guys snack.
1: remember when you're kids and like, I, I have distinct memories of playing NES at a friend's house and they would have like, um, uh, sour cream and onion Lay's oh, yeah. chips, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the greasiest possible. No, oh Yeah. yeah. The no. whole bag would be in front of us. we would have the controllers and we'd just be like, yeah, you
2: know, greasing those controllers up the whole the time. Controllers are
3: disgusting for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat anything
2: that gets your hands dirty. The I, it I'm depends the on control. what, if I'm playing with console, I don't really care. Mm. If I'm playing with my PC. I won't eat. But when I'm playing console, give me a bowl of hot and spicy cheeses every time. <laughs> every cheese time, it's every a good time. Go-to. Mm. Those are those are very snackalicious. They are top tier snacks.
3: I don't. I think Damon and I are opposite in this way. Like a quirk about me that people might not know is that I don't like to drink alcohol and play video games mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And like since that's my primary hobby, I think it legitimately. Like I think if I didn't play games, I'd probably drink twice as much beer <laughs> as I drink in my life. Because I don't like if I have by the end of one, I can feel it. In my like in my performance mm. in the mm-hmm. game, and like I just don't I don't like that feeling. I don't have anything against drinking, but I just don't sure. like to mix
2: the two. What you do is you have the Razer Game Fuel right <laughs> after the beer. <laughs> yeah, it balances your right flushes out. it right out.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> I would drink for like playing party games with friends, or mm. playing arcade games, or playing pinball, or like things yeah. that are social games. But like if I'm playing just, you know, any game by myself, I'm not going to do that. I just get bored. Like it's when I'm when about.
3: I'm drinking alcohol, the video games make me bored. Hmm. I'm like I don't want, I'm, I'm bored with
0: this. Yeah, I think literally. Anything you could do in life is more fun if you're having a drink. It probably is. Driving. Well, I mean...
3: <laughs> no, David! I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, say. not saying,
0: I'm not saying anybody should do it. I'm saying it's possible it could be more fun. I'm leaning know. away from the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> very bad idea, though. Very, very bad idea. That brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Oh, man. And you guys have a choice to make. Oh, this week you get to choose if you want to play on normal mode Or hard mode? What's the difference? Mm.
1: Cool. Hard mode is better music.
0: Does does everyone agree that you want to play a video game 20 questions on hard mode? I don't understand what I'm signing up for. There are two games. Yeah,
2: I'll go hard. Yeah, yeah, we got two votes to one. (laughs) Last time I was here, I came through on question 20. Really? Yeah, with uh, Battleborn. Nice. Battleborn. That was a fun one. I remember that.
0: (laughs) Okay, we'll play on hard mode. Um, The person who sent it in, their name is in my pocket, so I'll reveal it after the end of the game. Okay. Video game twenty questions hard mode. Let the questioning begin.
3: Okay, so it's not music related. That's hard, not good. Hard mode is where Damon just makes it up as he goes along.
0: <laughs> hey, it, is it's this, not as hard as Dropship United Peace
1: Force. I think I've cracked the code okay. from listening to the last episode and being part of the last couple. Hmm. Is this game spooky? No.
0: What? Uh, that was a whole. Uh, this hard mode uh,
1: Wow.
0: It's,
3: so it's not a dead game. <laughs> that's not a second. That's not another question.
0: <laughs> that, what's that space game?
3: A dead game? What was that? Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that controversy. <laughs> I'm glad that the commentators were on
0: my side on that.
1: Well, one. as an outside listener, I could tell that uh, you guys all should have got that a lot earlier. <laughs> we,
0: we got. I'm that. just kidding. No, a win is a win. All right. You know that it's not a spooky game. Is it a console game? Uh, it was available on a console. Mm.
1: Mm. So he just gave us two clues. One is that it was the thing he said. And the other is that it's not available anymore on consoles. All right. Is this from before 2000?
3: Yes. Is this from before
0: 1990? Was on consoles. Is it before
1: 1990? No. 90s game. 90s, SES will remember.
2: Man. <laughs> See, I'm starting to think it's like uh I mean, this isn't a question, but I think I already I have an idea. No, you don't. Okay. I have stuff for this. No, no, no. no. I'm... Let's see where this goes. Let's, <laughs> let's ride this train.
1: Okay, you want to write it down so then we can. You can say you knew what it was. From and like beginning. we'll
2: seal it in an envelope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, You can put it in Damon's pocket with the <laughs> other stuff he put in his pocket. I don't know why. That's put it in the his thing, pocket. Damon. It check your pocket that's now. It. You can't see the answer. The answer is in my pocket. Did you guys know that the answer is in my pocket
2: every week, along with some facts? If I need oh, to look something so That's something why out. we
1: can't see it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So uh, was on consoles. Nineties game. Nineties game. Was this on a cartridge? Yes. That's five.
3: Was this on a Genesis cartridge? No.
2: Super Nintendo? Mm, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have no idea now. <laughs> N64, Everything. Game Boy, NES. Yeah. Is this, for,
1: uh, was this a, Should we go with handheld or 64?
3: It's probably not a 60. I can't imagine a 64 game being a hard mode game. Because that's like, we dial in on that library pretty quickly, right? Maybe. I don't care.
1: <laughs> is this a Nintendo 64 game?
0: No. Ugh. This is this a handheld game? No. Okay. This is this a TurboGrafx <laughs> game? No. Stop it, that. We need to <laughs> no know console it's on. That is 10. Also, the TurboGrafx <laughs> 16 didn't have cartridges.
1: You wouldn't it call those cards. things cartridges?
0: The cards. I thought it had. Game cards. Yeah, Cue like- cards. No,
1: it has cartridges and cards. Mm-mm. It's a cart. No. What's balls? the difference? The
0: well, they call them cards.
1: Okay. So, what do you. They, the NES call them game packs. Yeah. It's
0: true. Is this an NES game? An NES game? Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. I hate you all. Late a- Everybody S- sitting here, I hate. Hard Except mode. for this guy. I love this skeleton. This, this little skeleton. skeleton's all right.
0: Our skeleton's a skelly
2: boy. Yeah.
1: But first, skeleton is great. <laughs> um. Don't ever talk about game in the 90s. Again. That significantly narrows yeah. this.
3: It's
0: down. probably Wario's Woods.
1: Yeah. That game's spooky, though. <laughs> woods are spooky.
0: Yeah, woods are inherently spooky. Everyone knows that.
1: You, the establishing shot for every horror movie is just woods. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, not oh, I, not no. thrillers, though. No. The establishing shot for those is usually like a screaming person on a roller coaster. Yeah, or like a, like
3: a I was gonna say like an airplane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Was um, this a, an arcade port? No. Was this a licensed? Game? Well, I guess it's not chiller.
0: Was this a licensed game?
2: No. Hey, okay. telling you it's Wario's Woods.
1: <laughs> Yoshi's Cookie. What was the first couple of questions we asked well, about? Just um, Yoshi. What? Uh, it was on consoles. We never talked about the developer or anything like that, or no. if it was an exclusive, right? No, no. Was this uh, Was this developed? Well, and a lot of the games in the NES era that, at that point were ported around to Super Nintendo Genesis. So <sighs> we already established that they're not on those systems. Was so this game
3: just, made by developed by Nintendo? No. All right.
2: Third party. NES game. Mega Man 5. 1990s. <laughs> Mega Man 6. <laughs> Did it have Mega Men or a Mega Man? <laughs> is this part of a series?
0: Uh, Actually, yes. And that is 15. Great. Actually, what does that mean? Part of a series. What do you mean? So, like, it could have, like, a sequel that not a lot of
1: people know about. Like, you know, Bubble Bubble. People don't really know about Bubble Bobble Part 2, but Bubble Bubble didn't come out in the 90s. Is it one of those, uh, Oh my god, like, Uh, or it got a sequel, it's like Bionic Commando, and got a sequel 25 years later. Yeah, (laughs) that came out in '88. Um, and 1990 is like a a good year for the NES, too, so it could be a whole swath of games.
2: I don't really know, but I can't think of any third party 1990s part of a series, Not not licensed. Oh, there are so many could be there's is there like so any adventure many. island games that came out yeah that's a pretty good guess island, a, well,
1: again like all the sequels came out in the 90s so like but adventure island 2 and 3 maybe just 3 and then um yeah stuff so like could man, be uh could be uh we could ask if the company's still around cuz Hudson's not around it could now. be maniac that's, mansion cuz day of the tentacles is now. Yeah, we get, that's spooky and we get that game like we had it three times <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from here uh, is the company still around making games yes okay, so it's not Sunsoft or... Hudson or but not uh, made by Nintendo. Not
2: made by Nintendo.
1: So it's probably Capcom or Konami. That's what I was going to say. But there's also a bunch of weird little companies from then.
2: American Sammy. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. LJN.
2: <laughs> ah, love Louis J. Norman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go from Three here. questions and a guess. Okay. Three questions. And- Is this a... Uh,
1: we could go with genre or I could just... Go for companies. Did we ask if broke. it was a sequel? No, we asked if it was part of a series. Yeah. I and mean, it's. I actually, wish I knew if it yes. was a sequel or not, but I don't feel like actually it's a yes, worth asking. Um, do you kill stuff in this game? No.
0: Peaceful game.
2: Weird. But like a puzzle game. Like uh, you kill, <laughs> you kill them blocks. <laughs> so.
0: How about this? In spite of the title, no, you don't kill anyone. Whoa, interesting. What does that mean yeah. death? Death race.
1: Yeah, it's going to be something like, um, you know, like with a gotcha or something in the title. Um, or kill or die. Or, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. Um, oh, my God. I don't War- know what do I want to do? Wario's Woods. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except it's not Was, was this made in Japan? Um, the NES port was handled in Japan. What? So
1: it was a PC game that was ported to yeah. NES. It'd be Death Race. <laughs> <laughs> to Death Race. Is
3: that in the NES library?
1: Yeah. That was an arcade game, so we already eliminated it. And the weird port is an unlicensed cartridge. So the same company did a chiller on the NES. Is it chiller?
2: <laughs> There's not a, No, so it's too spooky. I already yeah, asked that
1: one. Yeah. I mean, uh, there is, that's, that's the spookiest game. I'm thinking it's going to be something like Rampart, but that was an arcade game. What was it? What was it? like PC games that got ported? Or maybe it wasn't a PC game. I don't know. Was this a PC port?
2: Yes. Okay. So now we get to answer So <laughs> that
1: brings us to the Lemmings. <laughs> yeah, it could be Lemmings.
2: As a title that makes you Wait. think that you could. That was on those stuff, other though.
1: systems. So we've eliminated all these other systems. PC port where you, where you There's kill. There's Sid Meier's Pirates. All right. Got that. We got Mule. You kill a hell of people in Pirates. Do you really? Well, you sink ships. Okay. It's implied. <laughs> there's mule. There's, I'm thinking of strategy games. Yeah. Um, there's those. There's. Um, oh, boy. We're not going to get this, are we? Probably. So it's hard case. mode. Are we going to get it? Because it's hard mode. All right. Probably give us some it. hints. We're not. We give up.
0: We lose. Okay. We lose. Where you but don't let us kill save, anybody, but the name. Okay. I think you would. Released in 1990. Yeah. Developed by Electronic Arts. Yeah. But Konami handled the NES port. Ooh. Okay. It just sounds like it's like track and field two or something. Is it? Uh, it is ski or die. Oh. Not skate or die. And I think there was even a skate or die too. And then there's ski or die. Mm-hmm. So part of a series, but no one's, no one's dying in the game actually.
3: How fun. I've never played it. So
0: die was in the name. It's like a winter games with all like extreme sports. Yeah. Wow. That was real dumb. I love <laughs> it. real dumb. <laughs> That was su- that was suggested by, uh, who was this by? David from Salt Lake City. You don't need to hide the paper from us. Well, <laughs> I just I, in case you want to try oh. doing normal mode. Oh, no. I, last, want to,
3: I just want to know what the normal mode was.
0: In the last six minutes. All right, got- David. I look forward to hearing from you. Yeah. Dave from Salt Lake City. You guys want to know what normal mode yeah. would have been? Yeah.
2: Well, Give us like uh, uh, one hint. Or you know, do you want to just yes, play normal mode? Yeah, lightning round. I don't do do that. Right. Right. Yeah, lightning round, normal mode. Well, gotta go fast, we got yeah, to go fast. Yeah, I only get to do this like Before
0: 1990. Before 1990? No. Before 2000. No.
1: Before 2008? Yes. Okay. Uh, Was this a console exclusive? No. Um, Was this developed in Japan? No. Did it come to the Xbox
0: 360? mm, No. That's six. Did it come to the Xbox One? Yes.
3: Whoa. So is it an an Xbox One? Wait, but it came out before 2008. But Mm. it came to the
0: Xbox One. Oh, wait. No, wait. wait. I thought you meant the original Xbox. Oh, Sorry, yeah, I did, Xbox,
1: oh. Xbox original Xbox. So this
0: is an OG Xbox game. Or it was on that. It was probably more
2: popular on PlayStation.
3: But it was multi-platform. Uh, does this game have uh, stealth? Yes. Nice.
2: Is thinking- this game spooky?
3: Yeah. <gasps> is it going be grabbed by the ghoulies? <laughs> <laughs> that was an exclusive. That was an exclusive, yeah. Uh, well, I was, I was thinking Splinter Cell when I said stealth, but... That's a, on multiple systems. Right? Well, yeah, but... But It's not spooky. It's not spooky. Spooky stealth game. Uh, spooky stealth. Could be Fatal Frame. Could be. Would you call this a horror game?
0: Uh, it's not. It probably doesn't not the first thing that comes to mind, but it's it definitely has shock. scary like horror elements, and that's ten. It. Okay. So it's got some spookies
3: in it. It's got some stealthies in it, but it's mm-hmm. not like actually like overtly a horror game.
0: What is he stealthy? Spooky stealthies on the. I'm thinking OGX like box. the. Uh, is it, uh, do you shoot things with a gun? You. I think that's one of one of your options. <laughs> That, but that's
2: not, uh,
0: that wouldn't be like your primary activity. Yeah. What was the game where you were setting
3: traps in a dungeon? I don't think that was on the Xbox.
2: Yeah, I have no idea.
1: Was dungeon this on GameCube? No. Okay, because that would have narrowed it down immensely for me. Yeah, I'm not going to be, a, it's hard for me with the PlayStation 2 library being so big. Yeah, same. Wait, I thought this was Xbox. Well, well
3: we it, was multi, it was oh. on Xbox, but it
2: was multi-platform. Oh, okay. So. Spooky Xbox PC. Stealthy. Not, not this develop- is and this is the easy mode. This is right. No, this is normal mode. Not developed in easy mode is when Damon just tells us. Yeah, that's when I pick <laughs> Super Mario Brothers Three. <laughs> Spooky, stealthy. Does uh, it have skeletons in it?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: Uh that's
0: a good question. <laughs> could we, we all have a could little Could be, be Morrowind. You might leave a skeleton around. <laughs> but it, but it's, <laughs> if you're thinking of like animated skeletons, then wait, no. Does what this do have get- over-the-top violence? Wait, is this yes? Uh,
2: over the top violence. What was that uh, That Ghost and Goblin spinoff that they had? I think this could be like Manhunt. No, I'm thinking it's yeah. that one where you played as the guy and it was like a 3D. It was like a Ghost <laughs> and Goblin spinoff. Did it come out before 1998? And it was in that era and it was a hard game. And it, you know, I think when you died, you turned into a skeleton. game. Over the top violence is such a good clue.
0: I know the game that Seth is talking about.
2: Okay. So then that's,
0: that's the I, clue that it's yeah. not
3: the game I'm thinking of. <laughs> Sam might be right. This might be Manhunt. Um, Is the
1: company that makes this game still around?
3: Yes. Do they make Grand Theft Auto? Yes.
1: Is it Manhunt? (sighs) Yes. Oh, nice. We got a victory. Don't at us. Uh, The first first person can at me.
0: Normal mode. That one was from Daniel in Costa Rica. Nice. Manhunt 2003, PS2, Xbox, and PC.
1: You really called that normal mode,
0: right? It's a weird, weird I own Ski Die, though. I should have got that. <laughs> I never played Manhunt, but it got pretty good reviews. But it was very controversial at the time. Yeah. It, but I, it, I never The controversy it. is well-earned. It's
3: just, like, really. And, like, I don't have okay. a problem with violence in any sort of medium. But, like, Manhunt's, like, too much.
0: They made a Manhunt 2 for the Wii. <laughs> no, that we fans Wii.
2: were craving.
0: Manhunt 2 wasn't on Wii? No. Are you just, sure? Yeah. Is that true? Are you no, thinking of... We would uh,
1: but but there was a controversy Am I just about it, Mad World where it got yeah. the yeah, Mad World. They did get an AO rating on whatever it was on.
3: Yeah, one of the few mainstream AO games that's not like a porn game.
0: Manhunt <laughs> 2 Wii. Nintendo Wii review.
3: Yeah. I think Manhunt 2
0: was not a... you do the review? <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> Manhunt 2 was on Wii. Wow. So that's crazy. Apology accepted. All right, I'm sorry, Damon. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us, Seth. It's Stranding. always a pleasure. Uh, thank you again to uh, Harry S for sending us our, our skeleton sun. It worked So well, yeah, I'm actually really <laughs> impressed. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Seth. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
1: We are here to make you our slaves.